All right. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another podcast, Supreme Being. I'm shooting this episode on Christmas Day. Uh, I know everybody's uh, out there doing their thing. You may not listen to this the day of or the day after. However, I'm going to sit here for about 20 minutes on the 25th of December, 2020, and cover some things that I think are important uh, up of the year, moving into the new year, um, and things that are always going to be relevant, right? And, and that's typically what I talk about, all right? First and foremost, if you're not aware with this particular podcast, we're on every major podcast platform. Uh, shout out to Modern Success, my family, my tribe. If you guys are interested in joining my coaching and my movement, my accountability program and all that fun stuff, briancasella.com or go to the link in my bio on Instagram. Uh, if you want to join my team on the real estate side, join teambc.com. If you're interested in joining eXp Realty, go to partnerwithteambc.com. And also I'm doing two, uh, two things. End of this month, 28th, 29th, I'm doing a business planning session. Uh, if you need the link, contact me on social media at Brian Casella is all my handles. And also, I will be doing the first challenge of the year, um, the first week of January. It's a five-day challenge, and it's going to be specifically, specifically um, catered to and focused on setting appointments with people in person, over the phone, and really, really going to take it to the next level. So if you're interested in either one of those, you can message me privately, and I will send you the sign-up link, okay? So let's begin. A um, couple of things that I want to talk about um, that were made very apparent to people this year, but also things that I have focused on a lot that have helped me grow a lot and things that need to be at the top of your priority list going into 2021. Okay, let's begin. Number one is it's okay to be alone. Okay, I'm going to say that again. It's okay to be alone. Being alone by choice, by choice has been demonized right? We find ourselves in high levels of anxiety being alone. Okay. Now, many of you are mistaken. You think you don't have a choice, but you do. There's nothing wrong with wanting to read a book, meditate and be on your own or sit there and brainstorm, work on yourself, come up with new ideas, figure out your life. That's what we're supposed to do. That's what you're supposed to do. And it's not, oh, we need to take time off to find ourselves. You never lost yourself. It's about stripping away all the bullshit. The more time I spend alone, the more I enjoy my own company, the more I'm able to see and get to the, 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 the deeply rooted issues that I have that I want to change, which all of you want to change too. Everybody's on this journey. But it's been weaponized against people, right? Even sitting in silence has been weaponized. Why? Put people in a room right? With no noise. And watch how quickly somebody wants to turn music on and all that. That's why sometimes as an experiment, a social experiment, when I go in the car with somebody or out, I'll talk or I'll be quiet, but I'll make sure that no music gets put on just to see how uncomfortable they get for no reason. For no reason. It's crazy. Why is that a problem? You see, if you cannot turn the noise off and be with you, you forget about all this stuff. Forget about the majority of stuff that I talk about. Forget about planning for yourself. Like as an example right now, everybody's planning for the new year. How many of you have actually sat with yourself in silence and gotten to the root of where you're at right now, what got you there, where you want to move forward and really listen to you versus hearing a voice in your head, which is somebody else telling you to do something. Many people will watch my shit and then make their goals the same goals as mine. Now, in some cases, if it's genuinely your goal too, cool. But in a lot of cases, it's not. Forget what I do. 
You can look at what I'm doing or someone else is doing. That's fine. But we have to draw that clear line. Now, many of you have been so out of touch with yourself, you don't know the difference. You don't know if I'm speaking in your head, your parents are speaking in your head, or you're speaking to yourself. You have no idea the difference because you're so out of touch with yourself. Again, this isn't a self-discovery, I need to find myself. I think that from a linguistic standpoint and a mental standpoint is a trap. What do you mean you've lost yourself? You never lost yourself. You just got out of touch. You've been, um, you've been, we can say, squished and pushed down with so many layers upon layers upon layers of shit that's not yours. Beliefs, philosophies, bad energies, right? Now you think that the accumulation of memories that you have is who you are. That's incorrect, right? Now I'm not going to get too much into that side of it, this podcast, but that's incorrect. You're not the, the sum total of all your uh, memories and experiences. That doesn't necessarily mean that's you. There's so much more to it than just that. But again, if we're constantly in a state of anxiety, right? And we can't get back to zero, we're going to have an issue. Because a lot of these activities that we're going to do now going into the new year and that are going to begin your year are riding on this. And this is why everybody, right, probably like 95% of the planet or more goes through this perpetual cycle of issues over and over every year. Okay, this is going to be the year. You know how many times I've heard people say 2015 is going to be my year. 2016 is going to be my year. I hear those same motherfuckers now saying 2021 is going to be my year. Dude, how many more fucking years do you need to do to finally do that one thing? Come on, admit there's an issue and we can fix it. Maybe I can help you or someone else can help you. But goddamn, when I need help, I'll raise my fucking hand. I'll be the first person to raise my hand and say, dude, I need help. Please help me. But I, I look at those people and the moments that I've had issues also myself. And it's when we're too plugged in with other people, right? A lot of you that will listen to this podcast, I guarantee you're spending around uh, people, time around people that you don't want to spend time with, that you feel this obligation to spend time with them. Why? Why? All of that should be by choice. Imagine how different people's psyches would be in relationships would be if everybody hung out with somebody else, whether it's family or anyone else, by choice and said, hey, I'm over here today. Imagine even right now the holidays, right? Imagine the holidays. Hey, mom and dad, I'm over here by choice because I want to spend time with you guys. Imagine if somebody told you that. Wouldn't that make you feel really good? Versus, I remember growing up, my friends, oh, well, you know, it's the holidays. I got to go spend time with my grandma. It's like, dude, it's your fucking grandma. You should love her, All right? So we can be alone by choice, but we can also spend time with others by choice. Wouldn't that be cool? And if you are, acknowledge it. Make other people feel good. Right? And I guarantee you, many of you haven't even thought about that and do it. I, I make a, a very ritualistic habit of doing that. You know, I'll emphasize, man, it's really good to see you. I really wanted to come see you. Even if it's a friend or whatever, it doesn't matter. And I say, your, your company is always welcomed. Your company is always good, right? Good energy. We always have a good time, right? Little acknowledgements like that. By the way, that's something you, you can be saying to yourself as well. I enjoy being with me. I enjoy my company. I enjoy reading a book. I enjoy having a tea and chilling and meditating or, you know, going outside and sun gazing, whatever the fuck it is. I enjoy those moments, all those little blips and moments. I remember that stuff. I enjoy it. I get happy just talking about it. But that going into 2021 needs to be a major focus. 
major focus because it's that connection that I just described for the last five, 10 minutes that when you get hit in the face with something like coronavirus, now you're not responding the same as everybody else. You're able to still operate at a level of efficiency, certainty, confidence, calm, and poise that very few people have access to. And one of the foundational pillars of that is what I'm talking about right now. Okay. So that's one. It's okay to be alone and, and, and everything that surrounds this subject. Okay. Remember it's by choice. We're not, you know, the person who wants all this attention and, and doesn't have any social skills and all that we've worked on that. So now we step up. If we show up, we're the life of the party. If we want to be, we, we can tell stories and have people captivated, but no, we're sitting at home by choice at times, reading and working on ourselves. That's what I'm describing here. Let's make this very clear. All right. Number two, overall less emotional attachment. Okay. I talked a little bit about this in my coaching yesterday in a short, uh, you know, I do like daily videos for them and I, I'm going to expand more on this topic. But one thing I, I spoke about this one subject for them that I, I can, you know, give you a little nugget on is, you know, you're on your path. And you know you're evolving as a human being. And one of those rites of passage is the switch, meaning you go from operating purely on emotion in the beginning, which is how we're wired growing up, because it's just response. We see, we respond, we see, we assimilate, and we copy what we see. Okay. It's part of human evolution. To then now you get to the point where you now flip that. Now your intellect is governing your process in your world, right? And you have control over the emotion. The emotion is secondary. You're not reactionary. Okay. Now I wrote that down, less emotional attachment. I can put whatever the fuck I want on Instagram. I can go outside wearing a Trump hat. I can do whatever the fuck I want and it doesn't affect me emotionally. And I, I laugh seeing everybody around me getting triggered and getting their fucking feathers ruffled up. I can have a conversation with anybody and they can be yelling at me and I'll just sit there and, and kind of laugh at them. It doesn't affect me at all. Now, how many of you can honestly sit there and do that? I, I will probably do that as a video on YouTube at some point, just to prove a point. I'll put 50 people in a room and just tell them to shit on me one by one, all at the same time for 10 minutes. And you'll see me genuinely like not even reacting at all and laughing because I have zero emotional attachment to that shit, right? It, it's a difference when you make it to the side where you can genuinely sit here and say it. A lot of people say, I've seen a lot of people too on social media. And I see them when we do speeches and we get together because I get invited sometimes to these like influencer things or creator things, whatever the fuck you want to call it. And I see a lot of people saying, oh, no, I'm not emotionally attached. And after spending a couple minutes with them, dude, you're emotionally attached. Because then you'll screenshot and send me this thing about every five minutes you're responding to people on social media or going back and forth with somebody for no reason. It's a waste of your fucking time. It's a waste of your effort. How many of you on a day-to-day -day basis this year got easily distracted? You could be sharp for the first two hours and maybe you flip on the news, you get one email, you get one message, and then it pisses you off or it throws you off. It makes you scared or uh, anxious or whatever. And then it throws the rest of your fucking day off, right? What's that mechanism right there? Why don't we work on that? Why isn't that taught in school? That's what you need to focus on because whatever I gave you or someone else gave you after that moment doesn't fucking matter because you just lost. You gave into emotion. You caved in again. You went back to the animals, animalistic side of the human being, and you threw the intellect in the trash. Conscious, aware, higher level beings operate on intellect. We understand what emotion is. We're not a slave to it. 
It's secondary in our existence, not primary. You need to get that. Otherwise, you're no better than an animal. Then you can be very easily manipulated, aka the majority of the people on this planet. That needs to be circled, starred, highlighted, especially if you know listening to this that you get easily triggered, right? Your day gets thrown off. All you need to do is be told one word or read one message and your blood will start to boil. That one person that walks around in your office or that you see in your life, or maybe a celebrity on TV, or maybe the president right now, you see them and, <laughs> and, you, and you just can't control it. That's a problem. That's a problem. That is not an evolved human being. That is not somebody who's going to be very successful and live a good, enthusiastic, passionate life, right? fulfilled, forget it. That individual is not associated with what I just described. Those are two completely different realities. Yet this isn't talked about. This is labeled as not that important or mislabeled as motivation or something like that, which I never understood. So are we going to now purposefully put ourselves in scenarios where we have to work on this? If you have a person in your life that just, for whatever reason, you feel like you have no control over with your emotions, be around that person more to push yourself to the breaking point so that you finally figure this shit out. Because you know it's important. You think about it all the time. It keeps you up at night. It drives you nuts. Because then you'll, you'll realize that you're like, fuck, I just wasted two or three hours today thinking about that one thing or that one person or because that one person pissed me off or that one guy cut me off in traffic or that one guy gave me a dirty look. Because from there, let's say we're emotional, right? Let's walk this timeline a little bit, right? And everything triggers us. Remember, when you're emotional, you don't think rationally. Now imagine when you're not thinking rationally and you're emotional and all these things are happening, how in that moment, your perception of what's going on, you start labeling things a certain way. Maybe a certain individual, you label them a certain way incorrectly just because you're emotional. Or you, or, or you don't handle your business with a client and, and you fuck over a customer or whatever it is. Then you want to blame, oh, sorry, I was angry. No, that's not a valid excuse. That's basically you saying I'm immature and I'm a child and I can't handle my emotions as a, an adult human being. So please, sir, forgive me. Doesn't that sound pretty pathetic? I think it does. I'm willing to admit it because I've been there and made that mistake. And if I was to do it again, I would say I'm being pathetic right now. I'm being a loser. Temporarily, right? Because we know words are power. So before we talk about, I want to make X amount of money, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. Why isn't this on the priority list? All I've said is two things so far in almost 20 minutes. It's okay to be alone and less emotional attachment. Less emotional attachment, right? Now, what people misunderstand about this is I'm not saying we don't have emotions as human beings. No, we're going to have emotions, right? However, we're in control and we're not indulging in emotions. Lack of control equals you're going to be pulled like a puppet because the whole world has stimulus response. And depending on how you're wired for that stimulus response, you're going to be fucked up, right? Or overindulging in emotions is what causes addictions and problems. Maybe you're really indulging on the feeling of comfort or happiness and food does it for you. So you eat too much or smoking and drinking makes you more secure or whatever it is. Now we're talking about overindulgence in an emotion and that's an issue, right? Just like if I eat too much food, that's bad, right? If I exercise way too much, it's going to break my body down, right? 
We have to stop playing with these extremes. There is that middle ground. It's like a pendulum, right? We're not swinging to either side. We have that small little subtle sway in the, in the center. That's what you want. That's where you want your existence to lie. Now you have control. Now you're not having these extreme swings, right? Find that rhythm. There's a rhythm to life and we have to figure it out. There's an ebb and flow, but we have to catch it and be on it and not resist it. When you resist it and you're against it is when you start having those extremes. One day I'm super happy. The other day I'm sad. So I invite everybody for these things. Spend some time alone and be purposeful with it. Don't just, you know, do mindless stuff like flipping through Netflix. You want to do that a little bit? Fine. Just make sure it's the minority, not the majority of your time. Spend alone, okay? Look at yourself in the mirror. That's an exercise I've been giving people for a long time. If you cannot look at yourself in the mirror, in the eyes, and appreciate what you see, you have a long way to go, okay? And I've been there. Less emotional attachment. What is it going to take for us to finally understand how this permeates every, literally every aspect of our existence? You know, I see people, oh, you know, I have, oh yeah, I'm good with criticism and judgment. And I'm not really triggered and I'm not really emotional. And I follow them for a day. It's like bullshit, dude. Either you're delusional or you don't understand what that means. Not at all. And something has to be done, right? So the last thing and piece I'm going to give you here as a challenge, as like some homework, is every single one of you listening to this, wherever that threshold is for you emotionally, I want you to go play in that realm. Put yourself in that one scenario where you know this is going to test you. And step up and start taking steps to getting better. Change how you react. Ask yourself, what am I thinking in those moments? What's happening right before? What's happening right after? How can I change it? What do I need to do? What do I need to become aware of? Because there's many things that you're not aware of right now. Or even just having that presence of mind in those moments will change everything. Now, is it a lot of work? Yes. Does it suck sometimes? Absolutely. But anything that's worth having is not easy. If it was easy to have everything, we wouldn't appreciate shit. You know it. I know it. Everybody knows that. All right. And I don't have to repeat it again. Cool. So with that said, um, I'll end the podcast episode here. If you guys do celebrate Christmas, you know, normally I'm against it, but Merry Christmas, whatever you guys are doing, enjoy. Again, if you need links to the business planning session or uh, the appointment challenge I'm doing the first week of January, you can go ahead and DM me. You guys know all my handles. Just type in Brian Casella on Google and you'll find me. Um, shout out to Modern Success. If you guys are interested in joining Modern Success, remember in one week as of the first, the monthly signup option will not be available anymore. It'll be a one-time payment for the year. So if you want to be grandfathered in with the monthly payments, make sure you sign up by midnight on the 31st. Okay, that's it for this one, guys. Peace out. We'll see you on the next one.